How's it going, eh? I'm Lee McCormick. Welcome to Trans Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast, episode 135, 2023 tour, night 14, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's been seven years since I saw Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band live. Faith was rewarded on March 7th. I went down to Milwaukee to see the show, and it was phenomenal. Thanks, as always, for listening and downloading the show from the website TrampsLikeUsPod.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you found it. Stay in touch with us at our Facebook group page, Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. When tickets went on sale last July, I was able to secure two tickets from Milwaukee for myself and good friend BJ Cramp. It wasn't that bad compared to other cities as far as getting verified and obtaining tickets and the dynamic pricing bullshit. After about 10 minutes in the waiting room, we got two seats behind the stage, which I don't mind. It was actually really cool seeing the show from that vantage point. It's like, I'd rather be close to the band, behind the stage, than far away and in front, you know? And the price wasn't that bad compared to other seats in the building. 200 bucks. BJ Cramp, who you've heard on this show many times, joins me for this episode to give you a play-by-play recap of the concert. Such a good time. I did a little road trip driving from Toronto to Chicago to hang with a friend, hit up some record stores and eat some deep-dish pizza from Giordano's. Sauce on the top. It's madness. (laughs) Then on to Milwaukee the next day for the show. I spent an extra day in Milwaukee, my first time in that city. You know, I had to see the Fonzie statue, don't you know? My hero. And then I spent the day in Detroit visiting Aretha Franklin's childhood home in Hitsville, USA, the Motown Museum. My second time there... I visited Motown last October, but I had to return. It feels real good to stand in those hallways and rooms, you know, soaking in the mojo from Studio A, where some of the greatest music was created, performed, and recorded. So for this episode, I'm going to bring you a conversation between BJ and myself from March 7th, 2023. You'll hear the pre-show and the after-show chat we had. I'll preface this conversation by saying the beer was cold and the chips and salsa were tasty. The tortilla chips. Is it is it tortilla or tortilla? Tortilla, right? In Spain, you would say tortilla. The double L's come down as a Y. Tortilla. Tortilla de patatas. For example, if we're talking about the potato omelette from Spain. Tortilla de patatas. Or in English, you could say tortilla. Tortilla. In Spanish again, tortilla. So I apologize for the beer bottle clinks and the chip crunching. But we were feeling loose. Oh yeah, what a night.
Let's see how this goes. Got a level. Okay, I'm sitting here with a good friend, BJ Cramp. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you, Lee? All right, pretty good. We're here in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, home of the Cunninghams. Uh, who else? Laverne and Shirley, Lenny and Squiggy. Uh, <laughs> we're here in Milwaukee. We're here at a, an Airbnb just uh, just north of the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, where we're going to see Bruce Springsteen in like two hours, man. Under two hours, we're going to see Springsteen. This is pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. So I came down. We we've been talking about this for both three or four years. You and I maybe going to a Springsteen show the next time if he plays in Milwaukee. I said I was going to come down and check out the show. So here we are, man. We're doing it. Uh, it's finally happening. <laughs> I'm yeah. so excited. How about you, man? Yeah, very excited. Yeah, COVID put a put a damper on our our plans. It probably would have happened sooner, but yeah, yeah I, I mentioned to you. I was listening to uh, we did a dream set list episode uh, in 2020. Yeah, and we were talking about uh, yeah, there might be rumors about a, an E Street Band tour coming up at the end of 2020, maybe 2021, right? And this, here we are, two or three years later, and it's uh, finally coming to fruition. So I'm so excited. I drove down. Road trip to come uh, to come see the show here. I spent the day in Chicago yesterday, hanging out with a friend. Uh, got some deep dish pizza. Went record shopping, and uh, yeah, drove into Milwaukee today. And uh, I'm super excited, man. This is going to be so cool. Yeah, the last time I saw Springsteen was uh, the River Tour in Toronto, 2016. Before I started this podcast, I started this podcast because of that show. Oh, you haven't seen Bruce since you started the podcast. Yeah, so I mean, like, I started this podcast, and I figured I'd be covering, like, some live Springsteen shows, (laughs) and it's taken me seven years to get here. (laughs) Right, Right, so here we are. I'm so excited to see this show. Uh, Who knows what songs we're going to see. Who knows? Even if we get, like, the standard set list, I'm so excited to see that, man. But we might get a couple of alternates, right? Yeah, I mean, he's been opening every show with no surrender so we can pretty oh. much count on that and how can you complain about that I'm, right? you know that i'll be happy <laughs> at that point it's already a good show so yeah certain songs he's played every night proven all night i love backstreets oh man it's, it's gonna be i think good. there's a couple times he didn't do backstreets so but no i think he's like, done every i think he's yeah, done backstreets he? every show yeah and there's been a couple of usually he's, he's switching out like two or three songs a night kind of depending on Who's got COVID? <laughs> right, mm-hmm. uh, the last couple of weeks, some of the I think Curtis King Jr. had COVID, so they they scrapped some of those uh, the Soul Covers song. They weren't doing Night Shift because Curtis has some good uh, background vocals on that. Depending on who has COVID, who's missing, kind of alters the set list. Patty hasn't been around since the first couple of shows, so if she's not here tonight, we're probably not not going to get any Tunnel of Love songs. You know, that's a bummer because uh, yeah, I would really love it if they did Tougher Than the Rest, but. Yeah. We'll see. I think we'll get at least one good surprise. Yeah, I think we can count on that. <laughs> I, so, I was listening to our dream set list episode we did on, on the. I don't know if we'll get anything. <laughs> <laughs> we were ta- at the end of it. We were talking about like, yeah, we'll see the show. We'll see like how many songs we'll get from our list, right? Like maybe like you know five songs, maybe you know. So uh, uh, that's exciting, man. But I'm pumped to see a show. I'm pumped to see Springsteen here in Milwaukee, uh, the home of the Fonz. It's gonna be awesome, man. Hey. Oh, what does that mean? A means fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, we're about an hour away from showtime. We're sitting here at the Airbnb. I'm drinking some Schlitz, some Schlitz uh, beer. Schlitz, coming at you. When you order a Schlitz, you don't think about the months it takes us to brew and age it. But the long, careful, golden age of Schlitz is what makes it America's choicest premium beer. 
of Schlitz. They're disaster. You're out of beer, Schlitz. What made Milwaukee famous? We got some uh, some tortilla chips and salsa here. We got some donuts. Uh, we got Springsteen music on. We got the YouTube. It's got uh, live in New York City on in the background. It's just an all uh, all around good time Springsteen party. <laughs> you got anything to say before we uh, head over to the show, there, man? I hope Max doesn't have COVID. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if Max wasn't there? It's like Jake Clement or uh, what's his son's name? Uh, Jay, Jay Weinberg. Jay Weinberg in the spot of Max Weinberg tonight. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you would not be happy. I would not be happy. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to seeing Max and Steve more than Bruce almost. Well, I can't say that. I love Bruce. Yeah, we're kind of a little bit like behind the stage, right? Our yeah, we're at kind of like the 5 o'clock. If the six, nice yeah, if the, six is, if the stage is at 6, we're kind of at 6 o'clock. We're kind of at 5 o'clock behind the stage, which I've sat at a few shows before. I saw the Stones behind the stage for in 99 and I saw Springsteen at that vantage point in uh, 2012 and it's super cool man because you can see the the interaction between the musicians and you can see a different side of the stage right you can see like Max playing the drums is which I'm going to be watching most of the night and you can also see the way Steve and and Bruce interacts with each other in the band and you know it's unfortunate we're not going to see their faces so you get kind of a, a disconnect with a live show that way but uh, you know it's still super cool Bruce try, probably tries to probably moves around a lot and tries to give everybody yeah. some attention. So yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't been moving around the back of the stage as much as he did previous years. Maybe he's getting mm-hmm. older. He's not doing some of that <laughs> stuff, not running around the stage like he used to. Right. But uh, I think I saw a picture from uh, maybe the uh, where did he play last? Uh, Saint Paul. Uh, Saint Paul. Yeah, I think I saw a picture of him and Jake. There's like a little riser behind Max's drum kit where he can go up and say hi to the kind of people behind and I saw a picture of him and Jake kind of doing that mm-hmm. so maybe uh, maybe he's throwing that into the routine. Alright, so I'm primed and ready to go. I got a couple of Schlitz beers in me and uh, we're going to head over to the show and uh, check it out and we'll uh, catch up with you guys after the show and let you know uh, what we thought about it. Let's go, man. <laughs> So it's 10.58 uh, Milwaukee time. We just got back from the Springsteen show. Fucking amazing. And it was so great to be able to get back to a show like, what, five minutes? Like after <laughs> we left our seats. Now we're back at this condo because we had the skywalk. It's so awesome, man. To not have to deal with like parking lot bullshit. 
driving home that we're like right back in the, the spot now, right? We walked around the corner, got in an elevator, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back in this Airbnb. We never were outside. Yeah. We weren't even out, out, outdoors. So, BJ, I'll let you kick this off, man. The first time seeing the E Street Band live and in full force, what did you think? That was amazing. You know, I mean, that's a show, you know? <laughs> There's not a lot of times you, you go, I go to a concert where it's just like the definition of a show. They just yeah. put on a, sh- a fucking show. Yeah. It's funny the contrast between like the serious working man songs and then just the party. Yeah, the <laughs> party know, songs, the party and let's, let's dance and shit, right? And yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, you could tell that Bruce really wants to get all the musicians involved. I think that's really part of the pick in the set list. Is uh, yeah, the musicians are using part of the it. horns, using the singers. Yeah, like I, I've said before that I don't. I have a problem with like this eighteen-piece E Street band. Like I prefer like the smaller version of the band when it's like nine or ten people in the band. But when you bring it to eighteen, you got you got four background singers, you got five fucking people in the horn section. And a percussion, you got eighteen people on stage. But and I mean, that's shaping the set list. But it's yeah. also it sounds great. I mean, yeah. it sounded it was like perfect. Heavy, yeah, and Jake Sachs just yeah amazing. I mean, he killed it every time. Every single thing he played, he, he nailed it. his uncle solo. He just right? killed like, it. <laughs> I mean, he it sounded every sax part sounded perfect. And uh, like but, this you know, is this is show fourteen of the tour, right? The fourteenth yeah. show of the tour. They really sounded really good. Like you got to think, like the core members of the E Street Band are in their mid seventies. Like these guys are like seventy three years old, right? And they're, yeah. right? they're like killing a three hour set, man. It was phenomenal. Uh, it was definitely a crowd pleasing set. There yeah. was a pretty big chunk in the middle where most people, a lot of people, probably don't know that stuff, but. Uh, the covers and the new, the newer, more recent stuff, but um, yeah. See, I, I don't mean, deal with that because I know all the stuff. Like I keep up with the obviously I keep up with Springsteen. I know his newer material. So, like, uh, let's go through. Let's go through the set list, man. Let's go through the set list here. Where are we at? We're March seventh. Well, I mean, there's not much of a better way to start than No Surrender. I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah, opening up with No Surrender, one of our favorite songs. Yeah. We've said it before. Amazing. Going into Ghosts, which is super cool. Uh, full band tonight. No COVID uh, casualties. <laughs> right? We had the full 18-piece well, band. Just no Patty, but I guess she's yeah, I don't not know. on the tour. Yeah, Patty's not on the tour. She played like two shows on the start and hasn't been there since. I guess she's hanging out with... Uh, I think I heard something about she's hanging with uh, Jessica, his daughter. She's doing like horse, Susie is basically horse stuff. playing her role. No, I guess. Yeah. Well, except Patty doesn't play the, the violin, but, but Susie was playing the acoustic guitar. The only thing you're missing is like the Patty vocal on some of those songs yeah. where it's like it's a noticeable vocal because it's a female vocal on some of these songs and the and the, 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 uh, the Tunnel of Love material. Yeah, I mean, I would have absolutely loved to see Tougher Than the Rest, but... Or Brilliant Disguise or one of those songs, right? right? They, but, they were doing Brilliant Disguise early, weren't they? She did, they, they did it first night because yeah. I was pa- with Patty and they did that, so... Uh, School. So Ghost, Prove It All Night, Prove It All Night was incredible, one of my favorite songs, like I love the uh, the 78 version with the long intro, but uh, you know, just the, the regular song is awesome, with Steven on the background, but was Letter to You, The Promised Land, 
Uh, yeah, Bruce with the harmonica. That's like the harmonica, <laughs> the saxo, the harmonica yeah. is awesome. When he puts the guitar, he takes the guitar off like halfway through, and uh, you know just, just sings it and plays the harmonica with with Jake there at the end. It's, Candy's room. Candy's room was intense. In a kitty's back. 
one of your favorite songs, BJ, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was long. Kitty's was back long. was long. G- gives the band the eighteen p- eighteen piece <laughs> E Street Band version. You know, a chance to solo. It lets everybody take a solo. I loved Bruce's guitar solo. That that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I love the way every time he played a solo, they had a close up on the screen oh, of his yeah. guitar, yeah. <laughs> of his fingers. They did that like every single time he played a solo. That was cool. He's a great guitarist. He's one of my favorite guitarists. When I did my uh, top twenty guitarists. Uh, countdown. I think that was a three-part podcast episode I did. Bruce came in at like eleven or ten. Neil Young and Bruce Springsteen are like my one of my favorite guitarists as far as like you know guys that are like I call them triple threat guys. Guys that can like they sing, they play lead guitar, and they write all the songs. Right? And they like, they both do like the ripping. The, they have like the the ripping, ripping solos. So- yeah, like <laughs> Neil, Neil Young, Bruce Springsteen, John Fogarty. Uh, Tom Kiefer, I put in that category, is like guys that write all the songs, they sing all the lead vocals, and they play all the lead guitar parts. It's it's fucking awesome, right? So, uh, so that was great to see Springsteen do that. up we had night shift with the one song off the uh, only the strong survive album which was cool i was digging it i've always loved that song since it first came out yeah uh the cover is a commodore song originally after lionel richie left the band lionel richie left the commodores but then, and then they, they put out their best song they put out their, <laughs> yeah, they put out their best song which with is their, amazing yeah which is amazing <laughs> the like main it. songwriter i mean most people probably wouldn't think that i think that's the best commodore song personally I mean, there, there's plenty of Commodore songs. Yeah, Brick like. House is good. Easy is good. Three, uh, three times always, a lady, but, you know, Night Shift Whatever is year Night Shift came out, what, like, 80? 84, 85? Yeah, I loved like it. it. I liked it when it was new. I always liked it. It's a very great melody. And it's a very kind of um, emotional song, too. Like, it's one of those songs where what the lyrics are about, it it gets that, that emotions of that across in, yeah. the, in the melody. Yeah. So this is a segment of the show where, you know, maybe he's going to do a couple of audibles. So, he did Night Shift, but next up, we got Pay Me My Money Down. Second um, second performance of this song on the tour. He played uh, a couple nights ago in St. Paul. Pay Me My Money Down. I paid $200 for this ticket. Pay Me My Money Down. Some of those people really paid their money down, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like you heard about like, like we had pretty good seats. We were sitting behind the stage. Uh, what did you think about that? Sitting behind the stage, no problem. I mean, you could see him, per- see the all everybody perfectly. Yep, could see Bruce great the whole time. And you know, he was 
he was moving around a lot. He was facing us a lot of the time. Yeah, like if you really want to see his face while he's singing, they had video screens there, right? So you well, can see even that. If, if we were on the other side, but as far away as we were, you weren't really going to be able to see his face yeah, no. while he was singing anyways. So so it's cool to have that behind the stage kind of close-up view. Where, I didn't mind it at all. It was... Uh, it sounded great. It like sounded the sound, perfect. The sound I mean, was good, you yeah. know? It, it's super awesome. So if anybody is like... Uh, you know, on the fence about going to a show because behind the stage tickets, like, it's awesome behind the stage. You know, I would rather sit close behind the stage than far in front of the stage. There's nothing blocking anyone or anything yeah. like that. Well, at least this venue, because at the venue we were at, it's like such so steep that, you know, we were up pretty high. Yeah. But maybe if you're behind and you're down in one of the lower seats it would be maybe max would be blocking bruce i don't know but from from where we were up high it was we weren't that far from the stage but we were still up high because it's such a steep incline and so yeah i thought it was great i had no problem with the seats at all yeah so uh super cool pay me my money down off the secret sessions yeah, I was record say that must be from the secret sessions yeah that was fun thought i heard the captain say pay me my money down Tomorrow is our sailing day Pay me my money down Pay me, pay me Pay me my money down Pay me or go to jail Pay me my money down As soon as I go clear the bar Pay me my money down He knocked me down with a spark
Next up, we had Burning Train off Letters to you, Letter to You. Good version of Burning Train. And then we had another Audible. Uh, I don't know if it, it was an Audible. Audible means when you're referring to an Audible in a set list, it means that like you're taking a detour from the set list, the regular set. So if you make a set list and then like Springsteen's going to be like, yeah, let's do this song instead of that. That's what they call an Audible. But who knows if this wasn't on the set list previously but we had a uh, they're just doing every show it seems they're doing one or two songs that they haven't yeah they didn't do the previous night at least yeah so we got a tour premiere of uh, death to my hometown which was off of wrecking ball it's kind of that irish kind of rock song um yeah it was definitely another song where the horns got to feature the horns yeah. and the background singers it seems like he i think bruce is thinking let's get some songs in the set that really feature the horns and the singers and stuff so yeah you got to figure he's he's like we got we got these great background singers we got this horn section what songs in my catalog feature the horns can i like put up for this um for this tour and we'll see where they go we'll see like obviously he's going to tour for the rest of the year the last show is like i don't know the end of november or something like that in san francisco i think the last date is so yeah he's got another like uh Oh, like eight months of this tour. So, what songs are, are going to make it to that point? Yeah, I, but, I would have written quite a different set list, but it was very entertaining. I mean, the whole yeah. thing was entertaining. One, two, three, four. 
cannonballed its fly, no rifles cut us down. No bombs fell from the sky, no blood had soaked the ground. No powder flash blinded the eye, no deathly thunder sounded. But just as sure as the hand of God, they brought death to my hometown. They brought death to my hometown. Say! Cities burning down, no army stores on which we die, no dictators were crowned. I awoke on a quiet night, I never heard a sound. The marauders raided in the dark and brought death to my hometown. They brought death to my hometown. So listen up, my sunny boy, be ready when they come For they'll be returning sure as the rising sun Get yourself a song to sing, sing it till you're done Sing it hard and sing it well, send the robber round straight to hell The greedy thieves who came around and ate the flesh of everything they found Whose crimes have gone unpunished now who walk the streets as free men now, 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 now They brought death to our hometown, boys Death to our hometown, boys Death to our hometown, boys Death to our hometown, hey! We're coming from a hardcore fan stance, yeah. so, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Like we were just talking about, he didn't do a single song from the river. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah, no out in the street. This was, this was probably the first night that he hasn't played out in the street. I didn't even notice it until you mentioned it. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is not the song from the river I would pick for him to play, but... Yeah, I know, me too, but like... Uh, 
I think from the promised land into Candy's room is where that uh, that slot for out in the street was, but mm-hmm. he, he dropped it. Um, pay my money down. We got Burning Train off Letter to You, Death to Death to My Hometown, uh, E Street Shuffle was good. Another song to feature the the the, uh, the band horn section, the, uh, the the drum with uh, Max. And the percussion guy was cool. E Street Shuffle was fun. I definitely liked it more than I like listening to it on the album. Yeah. <laughs> Seen it live. <laughs> Seen it live, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, one thing I'll mention, too, is uh, about, uh, about uh, Bruce's appearance. He was wearing the maroon, the red Doc Martin boots on stage, which is fucking awesome because I love Doc Martens. <laughs> uh, you know, ever since I was like 12 years old, I've been wearing Doc Martens. Constantly, <laughs> I think that it's a it's a quality product, you know. As far as boots, shoes, Doc Martens are the best. And when Bruce Springsteen released like the new tour photo of the band for the uh, right before the tour, there's a poster, and you can get the full band. And Bruce was wearing these maroon red uh, Doc Martin boots in that photo. And I was like, wow, I've never seen Bruce wear those. <laughs> Doc Martens before, and he was wearing them on stage tonight, so that was awesome, right? So maybe he had them on in St. Paul. I haven't seen any close-up shots of that, but uh, it was super cool to uh, see Bruce wearing the Doc Martens in in uh, uh, Milwaukee tonight. Everybody looked great. I mean, little Steven looked awesome. Oh, it was little Steven walking in with a big hat on, <laughs> the, the skinny jeans or uh, leather pants. He's wearing like black yeah. leather pants. It was his last from the past, man. They yeah, Italian like, uh, shoes, right? These long Italian shoes and his Rickenbacker guitars. Like I said, it was like Kiss putting the makeup back on. Little Steven looking like old little like a uh, yeah, little Steven nineteen seventy eight. Little Steven, right? Like really a little cool. skinny. And the motherfucker is like 70 years old, right? Like, yeah. good for him. Like, he really did that in the last year. He really, yeah. he dropped, must have, it must be like 50 pounds. He dropped a lot. It was yeah. really, it was really cool when he, when he first saw him. It was like a, kind of a shock. You're like, wow. Because you're so used to him looking like he's looked for so long. Yeah. And now he looks like he used to look. Like, he's not been, he's not fat, but he gained like an extra 20 or 30 pounds. Yeah, the way he, most old people do. Yeah, and right? he, he, he just... All of a sudden, he looks like he looked, you know, back in the Glory Days video, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so that was neat. Super cool, right? Yeah. So, uh, E Street Shuffle, going to a last man standing. Pretty much the first time he spoke to the crowd, right? It was pretty much song to song to song. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't um, really talk much to the crowd. Yeah. And then last man standing, he uh, prefaced that with, uh, you know, telling a story about the Castiles how they named the band after uh, Shampoo. <laughs> and how uh, George, George Thice kind of had a thing for Springsteen's sister. And uh, Springsteen's sister's like, yeah, my brother plays guitar. You should, have him, you should get him in your band, right? So Springsteen uh, joined the Castiles, and that was kind of his first band. And uh, as it stands to this day, he's the last man standing of that band. Yeah, they're all dead. They're all dead, right? They've all passed yeah, he away. Said, he said the Castiles were 65, 66, and 67. Yeah. which And he said that was an amazing time. Yeah, to be in a band for three years when well, you're he a teenager. Said, he said, what an amazing time for our for our culture or whatever he said. Yeah. And like, you know, that's a lot of what's in my book is those years when the guys from Cheap Trick, the same time he was in the Castiles, all the guys from Cheap Trick were all in separate bands. Mm. Like all these guys, a lot of the guys who in the 70s became famous, 
they were like Bruce in the 60s in some other little garage band, you know, all inspired by the Beatles. And they it's like you can really put it back to like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Right? What was that? February 64? And then after that, everybody had a fucking band. Yeah. I had and this, all these guys got on these bands. There's right? this statistic in my book that um, by 1967, two-thirds of all American males under 25 were in a band. Yeah. Two-thirds. Two-thirds? That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, under That's because... You know, in the mid-60s, there's barely even television, let alone, like, the internet or video games or, or anything else. So what did these guys have to do? They're, instead of playing Nintendo or, yeah. you know, surfing the internet, play music. And and it was just a huge... The Beatles just turned And back, back then, that's how you would get chicks, too, right? Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> yeah. You can, you can join a band because you love to play rock and roll, or you can join a band because you want to get laid, right? And it, it all worked out <laughs> back then. <laughs> right, last Man Standing, and Last Man Standing goes into Backstreets. Yeah. Right, which was super cool. Uh, and then when he got to the end of Backstreets, he did a little speech about George. Oh, yeah. That, that was a, a new thing. I don't, I don't know if I've heard that before. He's done. I don't know if he's done that before. He did like a middle part of Backstreets where he talked about like remembering the box of 45s yeah he was I think he was talking about George again the, like what he had just been talking about what Last Man Standing is about I think he was like calling back to that it was on his mind and he just started talking yeah yeah oh, amazing Backstreets right yeah Backstreets was you know I mean epic Till the end Till the end Now Now I got all your old books And I got that box I got that box of your old 45s And The guitar that you used to keep down there Near your bed And I got that picture of the two of us Sitting, sitting on your porch on your wedding day. I don't think you were 19. And uh, everything else, everything else I'm going to carry right here. Everything else I'm going to carry right here. Until the end Until the end Until the end Until the Streets, hiding on the bed. Streets, hiding on the bed. 
uh, going from back streets into uh, Because of the Night, the Nils Lofgren feature, right? He always gives one song to Nils to like <laughs> shine on guitar. Nils busted out a, an incredible solo. He didn't do the uh, he didn't do the spin around. Like it's funny with Nils, right? Like in the eighties, he would do he would actually do somersaults. Yeah, <laughs> while he was playing guitar, he would do he would yeah. have like a like a one of those little like. Uh, those little like trampolines yeah, on stage, he would, he would do a, a jump off that and do like actually a, a three sixty, like a, a little gymnast, a flip, yeah. <laughs> and and like in his elder years, now he does like a, he does like a spin, like a backwards like spin around. Yeah, I was at one point. I was sick. I was wondering, is Nils even older than Bruce? Because no, he but he was real young. Yeah, when he when was he, like in Crazy Horse and stuff, he was like a teenager. Maybe. Yeah, when he played on after the Gold Rush, he was probably like. Yeah. 18, 19, I would guess. I was right? wondering, because like, his album came out in 75, and I was trying to figure out, well, how old was he in 75? He must have at least been in his... Maybe he was in his early 20s. He's probably around the same age as Bruce, I guess. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had She's the One. One of my favorite songs, uh, Born to Run. Great. Oh, yeah, Got the uh, Bo Diddley That's another beat. one. So they did five songs off Born to Run. Yeah. <laughs> But I was just, I was thinking at one point they did four off board of the rum, but I forgot about She's the One. Yeah, She's the One. Awesome. I love that harp when he plays the harmonica at the end there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Backstreets was the first off board of the rum. Yeah. Yeah, Backstreets. Uh, uh, and then next we have uh, Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball, I, I'd always thought was going to be my, my bathroom song, but I couldn't wait, man. I had to, like, take <laughs> yeah, a leak. Yeah, I had to take a leak during She's the One, so I kind I really, of I missed liked, the end I of liked that. Wrecking Ball live. I liked it live. It was yeah. It was good. Yeah, I mean, the horn part bothers me, but, you know, whatever. Uh, what the fuck's going on here? That's, that's what I mean about the contrast. He's got all these songs about... Gotta get out of this fuck. Get out of this life. Change my life. Everything sucks. Or a lot of songs, but it's funny. One thing I was thinking about is when he's singing these songs about. Well, I guess that's later in the set, but you know he's he's singing about getting old. Yeah. And he was like in his fucking thirties, and he was singing that. It's like it's like you when you're, when you're older. When you're older, you get so annoyed at yourself. You're like, man. Back when I was 30 and I was complaining about turning 30, fuck that guy. You know, what a fucking asshole. I'm turning 70 now, man. (laughs) I'm almost, I'm close to 80. So it's hilarious that, yeah, because Glory Days and Dancing in the Dark both have that, like, oh, I'm getting old. Yeah. (laughs) Because he was, what, 30? But he wrote it when he was, like, in his 30s. Yeah, it's crazy, right? (laughs) Uh, And then closing the main set with The Rising and Badlands. Killer. The Rising was so good, man. I was really getting into that, man. Really great. And Badlands was amazing. Badlands is so Badlands good. Badlands is perfect. Stand. 
And then we go into our encore, our uh, seven-song encore, kicking it off with uh, Land of Hope and Dreams. The second, the second premiere of that. Well, I don't know. He played it a couple nights ago in. Uh, I forget where, where the show was. Was it in St. Paul or that was? No, it was the night before St. Paul. Denver, or, uh, maybe Denver. Yeah, he played Land of Hope and Dreams. I like the way they handled. Or no, the Seattle. Encore. Seattle. He played Land Hope and Dreams. I like the way they handled the encore. They they lined up in front of the stage and did their bow, but they never even left the stage. Yeah. They just went dark. They just went back to their instruments and then the lights. It's came it's, back it's stupid. And like, yeah. okay, we're yeah. gonna go off and we're gonna wait for a minute. Yeah. Like, right. each they never year. even left the stage. Yeah, that's <laughs> the whole like encore ritual is silly. Yeah. So it's awesome the way Bruce has, uh, you know, adapted that for the way he wants to do it. Yeah. Opening up the encore with Land of Hope and Dreams, and then into Thunder Road. <laughs> One weird thing is they really cut the end of Thunder Road short. Did you notice that? Like the coda part? Like, you know, it, it, they cut it real short. I didn't notice. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't do it very long. Part, nah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't, they, that was, that was the, the end part. It was short. So may we climb in. It's a town for roses. We're pulling out of here to was fine because it went right into Born to Run. Yeah. So. <laughs> right into Born to Run. House lights up. Crowd going wild, right? Yeah, they had the house lights up like pretty... Starting with Born to Run, right? Yeah, yeah. and they just left them on. Yeah, yeah. left them on. Born to Run. Uh, Rosalita. Rosalita's great because you get like Steven and Bruce like doing yeah. the, the mugging and making faces and it's so fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, in the glory days... Dancing in the dark. Yeah, we were talking about Glory Days, about how they got the horns and the background singers on Glory Days, like, drowning out. Like, yeah. The horns doing, like, the keyboard part. But then dun, the background, dun, dun, you got, dun, 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 you know, little Steven and Bruce are singing in the same mic, but you can't even really hear them because they got the background The horns singers. are going, like, dun, 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 like, fuck off all these horns, right? Yeah, like, I, that was the only time that the big huge band bugged me was on glory days because it didn't work yeah it's like 
I don't know. Like I had a, I have a big problem with like con- the Kong that's on No Surrender. Like one of my favorite <laughs> songs, but then when like get to the verse, it's like do dap do 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 dap do 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 Like it doesn't work, man. Like like let that let that guy sit out. Like I I'm I don't know. Whatever. That, guy, that guy is great on Night Shift. I love the way oh, yeah. they start he opens out. He opens up yeah. Night Shift. He was they, great. I, lo- I always love when they start out, he starts out with just the drums, and then as soon as the instruments come in, it like the drums fit yeah. like fit in there. Like you you realize how it all comes together. Yeah, Max is playing to him. He like I forget his name. I I, I learned it a, a while ago, but I forget yeah, it right now know. because I'm eating beer. Which song was it where they were trading the drum? That was East Street Shuffle. Oh, East Street Shuffle had the uh, the drum and that was cool. Like the drum off. <laughs> the drum off, yeah, solo part. Dancing in the Dark, and then I love in Dancing in the Dark how he doesn't bring girls up to dance with him. One of my like least favorite things about a Springsteen show is when he would bring a girl. I swear, to dance. I saw. I was looking at the screen when Bruce was singing Dance in the Dark, and I saw him bored. I swear he looked bored. Yeah. Like I swear he looked like. Oh. Like this is the one song in the set that I'm just fucking sick of singing. That's what. I, yeah, that's, I could, the, I could, that's what I saw in his face. I could see. I could see that. Yeah. And then we go on to uh, 10th Avenue Freeze which was super cool because he does this. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. The, whole, the whole James Brown. The whole James Brown, like, soul review shots. Bum, bum, bum. And he introduces the band, horn section, background vocals, and the crowd goes wild for Max and Steve and Gary and, you know, the, the Roy. And every time Jake played, the crowd got louder. Yeah. <laughs> every time it comes to a sax solo, it's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, every time. We remember Clarence. We remember how good it was. Yeah. Like I was really missing Clarence. Like it really hit me because, you know, earlier we were hanging out, and I had like I was playing the live in New York City uh, on the on the TV in the background, and every time I saw Clarence, I was like, oh, I oh yeah. And Tenth Avenue Freeze Out is when they did the tribute on the screen yeah. to, to Clarence and Danny. Tenth Avenue Freeze Out. Bruce walks out to the the walkway, does the usual stick. And then they, on the video screens, uh, you know, they show the, the classic clips of Clarence. And Which re- is another weird contrast because it's like a party song. And then they're showing you the dead guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bruce is out there doing his James Brown and working up the crowd. And the screen is showing you, you know, Danny and Clarence are literally staring at you. Yeah. <laughs> so When they made the change uptown and the big man joined the band, right? And that's yeah. when they start showing all the clips. Yeah. And you're like, ah, there's, there's yeah. Clarence. And you, you realize what's missing from this band. As good as it is, yeah. there's still like a big chunk missing, right? And that's Clarence Clemens and Danny Frederici. But it's nice that he, he gives them a moment. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the band walks off the stage. And then Bruce brings the house lights. The, uh, the house lights come down. It's all dark again. He, he uh, ends the show with, I'll see you in my dreams, which is awesome. I love that he ends the show um, with a solo acoustic yeah. song, right? So, so, so great. So there you go, man. So what do you think? What do you got? You got any clothing, closing thoughts, man? Uh, well, you know, everybody knows uh, Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band put on an amazing show. I uh-huh. mean, it's... They, they, you got to see it. They've been famous for decades for that. Mm. I mean, it's... 
you know? like if you haven't seen it, you don't understand it, right? Yeah, it's just uh, they're professional. Bruce is a just you know unbelievable front man. Just and you know, I mean, it's when you're in a situation where there's twenty thousand people, they're all. Adore you. <laughs> it's pretty easy. To, yeah, it's pretty easy to work. But, He's got it down to a T, right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the band is cooking. What a what a awesome. band! I mean, yeah, I mean, I just was. love. You know, you got Nils on one side and little Steven on the other, and I was just looking at those guys, like you know. I love how Gary, since Patty is kind of missing from the tour, Gary has kind of stepped up. Gary has moved to the front. He's usually been in the back. Right. But now Gary has moved up to the front, yeah. singing some vocals on the mic, and uh, at least standing in the front with with some of those great bass parts. Well, and it gives it symmetry because Susie is over with Nils. Yeah. Sometimes she would go back, but a lot of times she would be up front. So you got Steve and Gary. And they did a lot. They got the little platform. They did a lot of, there's a lot of choreographed stuff. There's a lot of, you know, they, they interact a lot. Bruce interacts with Steven and Nils a lot. And yeah, I mean, you know. And it seems like they're having a great time, still. How can you not, man? What, what, yeah. what a good time, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so there we go, man. There's our uh, there's a little recap of uh, night fourteen, Milwaukee. Feb- uh, what what's the date? March seventh, twenty twenty three. I'll be seeing the band in about uh, five months. <laughs> in August, I'm going to go see them in Philly. And then uh, later in November, I'll see them when they uh, come up to Toronto. So, uh, man, what a night. I'm so glad you were here uh, to share that with yeah, me, BJ. Yeah, it was great to, to go with you. Yeah, it was great to uh, share that experience. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, what I a mean, good time. you know, when what you're, it's, it's always pretty surreal when you're, I mean, Bruce Springsteen really was not that far away from us. And um, you're just staring at him a lot of the time. And it's like, there he is, man. There's this the guy is, that we've been listening to. This is not to. the TV or... Yeah. <laughs> we've been listening to this motherfucker for 40 years, and there he is in front of us, singing this song. Thing, singing Sun, Thunder Road right to us, right? <laughs> yeah, his voice sounds great. Yeah. Still 73 years old, right? Still kicking it. The whole band sounds fucking great. Can you pick a highlight? Is there one highlight of the uh, night for you, BJ? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's hard to... Not say Thunder Road into Born the Run, but I think the Rising in the Badlands was really special. That was like, I mean, the Rising is a really um, effective, like emotional song, yeah. and then it goes in the Badlands. It was just like this blast of of energy, but at the same time, the lyrics kind of are the same on the same level of of the Rising. They're not like big uplifting. It, it was just that. Yeah. Those two songs together worked really well for me, it, and it was great because I was really, I was so into the rising, and then it just blasted the Badlands, which I mean, you know, yeah. is that's one of everybody's favorites probably, and it was just <laughs> that was killer. And I guess that was the end of the main set, huh? I mean, yeah. that was pretty fucking great right there. Fucking awesome. But yeah, I mean that encore, Thunder Road, Born the Run. Rosalita, Glory Days, Dancing in the Dark, Tenth Avenue, Freeze Out. That's the six songs in a row. It's insane. I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy.
Jesus on the trombone, Barry Daniel on the trumpet, Kurt Robb on the trumpet, Eddie King Fish Magnet on the baritone, Curtis King, Lisa Lowe, Michelle Moore, Aiden Dyer, Sister Susie Tyrell on the guitar fiddle, Brother Charlie Giordano, Nils Lofgren on the guitar, Jake Clemens on the saxophone, the mighty Max Weinberg, Brother Anthony Almonte, Professor Stephen
is the important part. They made that change of town, and the big man joined the band. the show folks thanks for listening you can find us on our website at trampslikeuspod.com communicate with us on facebook at our tramps like us podcast group page tramps like us podcast is a non-profit audio fanzine created by fans for fans and is available for free we are not affiliated with bruce springsteen or columbia sony records if you've heard any music you like please find it and purchase it from bruce amazon your local record store or wherever music is sold 
As always, gratitude and respect to Bruce Springsteen and all past and current members of the heart-stopping, pants-dropping, hard-rocking, booty-shaking, earthquaking, love-making, viagra-taking, history-making, testifying, death-defying, legendary E Street Band. Thank you, thank you for giving us such a wonderful night. Thank you so much. Woo! Milwaukee, are you loose? <laughs> I love that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't understand something. Yeah. Well, I mean, you break my roof, and then you sue me, you take me here to court, you lose the case. I put up $200 toward it, the kids get the rest of it? I mean, how come you don't get to pay anything? How come? Because I'm the Fonz, huh? Hey! Come on, I'm not-